So the house I'm gonna ask you about next is the house in Westwood. Okay, but before we go to that house, mm -hmm. um, I feel that I've been neglecting dad's side of the family. Oh, okay. And he had, he grew up in a very unusual house. It was a house that was like the Adams family house. In what way? It was, um, it was a big, big white house. It had two Lombardy poplar trees. Those are the tall, skinny fir trees on either side of the porch. When you walked up to the house, there was a big porch. Um, I don't know that anybody ever used it except to come in and out of the house. And when you walked in the front door, there was a room and it had a table and a telephone. Mm -hmm. And that was, and it was big. It was probably 15 by nine or 10. So it was a big room. It was called the telephone room and that's all that was in there oh. was the telephone. Hmm. <laughs> um, and you could go to the left and uh, that would be the dining room and you'd walk through the dining room to get to the kitchen. The kitchen uh, led to two other doors, small rooms, uh, maybe nine by 12 or something like that. One was called the suitcase room. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and all it had were suitcases. The other Did was, they travel a lot? No. Oh, to have so a whole room filled with suitcases, okay. And the other was called the bag room. And that had the paper bags, because plastic hadn't been invited, in, invented mm -hmm. yet. So it was all the paper bags and things How like that. How big were these rooms? They were as big as this room, maybe bigger. And um, and then there was uh, a small bathroom down there. Uh, so that was that part. If you turn to the right when you uh, came through the front door, there was a hallway that led to the upstairs. But and then there were two rooms that had one of those wonderful huge sliding doors, uh, mahogany, okay. that could divide the room into two. They always kept the room open, so the two rooms were really one room. Oh, that's interesting, because I remember Auntie, Aunt Posey's house had that too. Right. Mm -hmm. And that was pretty close to Dad's right. house, childhood home. Um, so... Uh, we usually sat in the a room that faced the backyard, and 
and um, I would, Dad and I would walk in, and Grandpa Murphy would be sitting in one chair, um, and Grandma Murphy would be sitting on um, the sofa, and she would be smoking a cigarette. Mm-hmm. She smoked long brown cigarettes oh. that came from some other country, and they were called Fatima after um, Muhammad, uh, uh, you know, the founder of Islam, after um, his uh, daughter. Oh. So she smoked that, and then she also smoked, I think it was Kent cigarettes. So that that house was just a very unusual. What do you remember about the upstairs? Although you probably weren't upstairs as much. Um, I don't know if I went upstairs. Like, did Dad share a room with Uncle Steve ever? No, Dad he had, had his own room. He had his own room. Uncle Steve shared a room with uh, Grandma Murphy. And Grandpa Murphy slept in a room, a bedroom, at the, the part of the house that faced the front, the street, Main Street. And Uncle Steve shared a room with Grandma Murphy, but not forever. Well, I don't know until how old um, he was. And um, so it was just an interesting was house. Was Grandpa Murphy's... Like, where did Grandpa Murphy do all his writing? Was it at home, or did he go to an office? He had an office. Um, the, his day was usually he'd get up, have breakfast, go out and work in the garden a, a little bit. He loved to garden, and they had a big garden. And then he'd uh, drive in to the Hartford Current, and he'd work for a couple of hours. Then he'd come home and he'd take a nap and have something to eat and go back to the office and then come home in time for dinner. Hmm. Um, And in addition to working for the newspaper, he also wrote for magazines. You know, how uh, he won uh, first prize in a Reader's Digest. Uh, article contest and uh, with that the prize was $10,000 which was a lot of money in those days when you consider that when I went to uh, my first year of teaching I got $4,000 so Uh, that was like two and a half years of salary and with that they um, money they built the house the uh, their summer vacation house oh. in um, uh, Rhode Island. Okay. And Grandpa Murphy has Was that been... the house that we used to go to on Salt Lake Pond? Yes. That was a nice house. Um, and um, Grandpa Murphy had grown up in Rhode Island in a, a part of, was like part of Providence. Uh, but uh, like a suburban part called Onlyville. 
and it was, you know, bars, and it was definitely the rough Irish community. Mm. Um, so he had a lot of friends from his years in in Rhode Island, and um, so they would the he and Grandma Murphy would sometimes go uh, to uh, uh, Rhode Island for the weekend and they would have uh, some of his old friends from um, Olneyville there. Um, and then Grandma Murphy spent the second part of summer um, in Maine with her sister Dit. So oh. um, Dad grew up with Uncle Steve and Noel Kane, and, uh, and Noel Kane has always said that Dad was like a brother. Because he is an only child too. Yeah, mm -hmm. because they spent and so how, much time. What are what's the age difference? Noel is two years younger. Younger. Um, whereas Steve is six or seven years okay. younger. Huh. Um, so, uh, Grandma Murphy and Aunt Dit and their sister um, Eleanor. Um, Eleanor wasn't there so so much, partly because she didn't she didn't own part of the cottage. The cottage was owned by uh, Dit and, and uh, Grandma Murphy. Um, and, and Aunt Eleanor was a farmer's wife, so you couldn't really take, the, when you live on a farm, you don't take vacations. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> was it a cow farm? Yes, it okay. was a dairy farm. I remember visiting that. Yeah. So the house that Dad grew up in, in Glastonbury. Was he born in that house? No. Uh, he was born to uh, in a house in West Hartford. Oh, okay. And um, I don't know why they, if it was uh, a bigger house, because this was the house in Glastonbury that Dad grew up in was a real big kind of Victorian. Mm -hmm. That's what I remember. House. Um, mm -hmm. So how old was Dad when they moved? I think there? he was maybe five. Okay. He moved to Glastonbury uh, when he was the same age as I was when my family moved from the city, Hartford, and moved to East Hartford oh. to the farm. Um, so. And then... When you and Dad got married, was Dad's family still living there? Like, even when yes. Grandpa Murphy died, did he die in that house? Yes. Okay. Yeah. He <clears throat> lived in that house till he died, which was the day Beth was born, mm -hmm. March 7th, 67. 1967. <clears throat> well, any stories since you brought up Maine and Rhode Island? Um. Because I know you really loved Maine. And I don't know how you feel about Rhode Island. I was not really enamored of Rhode Island. It, it, was, um, it was a big house that had been built by uh, 
Grandpa Murphy's brother, George, who worked with uh, like cement blocks mm -hmm. and um, some of the men from uh, the uh, lad school for uh, the retarded. Mm -hmm. Dr. Ladd was... Um, oh, I kind of remember him. He was old. He was old. And he had started the first school or facility of any kind for retarded people in the United States. So he was pretty famous um, at the time. And uh, they called the, everybody, all the guys there um, <clears throat> men. Or there would be sometimes they would they would have a group and they'd say the boys. There was one who was particularly attached to Grandpa Murphy. His name was Joel Lafrenier. Never heard of him. Um, he was retarded, and he was a French Canadian, Joel Lafrenier. Oh. Okay. And he refused to talk to Grandma Murphy or take any orders from oh. her. He'd always say, if Tom says so, then I'll do it. Okay. <laughs> well, one of the things that was odd about the house, the first time I went there, they had, uh, it was very damp downstairs because mm. it was all concrete, including the and floor. And it was so close to the water. Right. So close. So, um, I, most, they had... Um, the living room was on the second floor and the bedrooms were on the second floor. Well, I slept in like the living room on a couch. And one of the things I noticed was the, the room was entirely paneled in pine. But every pine board was nailed to the, to the wall. But the nail was only partly in. Oh. It stuck out. Huh. Could hang lots of pictures. And, right. <laughs> and um, I said, you know, I, I couldn't imagine. If, if I see something like that, I immediately want to get a hammer and nail it in. You could probably do the entire room in less than an hour. But it never changed. It never was finished. Hmm. Joel Lafrenier was going to come back someday and do it. And I guess it didn't bother anybody hmm. in the Murphy Hop family. I mean, they, it just was... So how many bedrooms did that house have, do you think? I think it had... It must have had three... Um, but I, you know, I, the only room, we didn't go there that much. Okay. It was, um, it was right on the water, but, you know, I love the trees and mm -hmm. the shrubs and the flowers, and it had nothing like that. Mm -hmm. It was just the water and sand, period. Mm -hmm. There wasn't a tree on the property. And, and it definitely had low tide, high tide. I remember a lot right. of low tide when it's like mud. Right. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so I like to go there because we lived in an apartment and nobody went there um, until June. And um, if they went, they went like on the weekend. Mm -hmm. Grandpa Murphy usually went there by himself. Mm -hmm. They lived quite separate lives. Um, mm -hmm. uh, Grandma spent uh, from the day school got out until like Labor Day. She would go and stay in Maine. And Grandpa Murphy didn't like it there. So he never went. Uh, so she spent the summer there. And they had the original house. The original house was... In Maine. In Maine. Was a <coughs> one-bedroom, or one-room on the main floor with a porch and some stairs that went up to one big room that was like the bedroom. They had a lean-to that had been attached at some point that was maybe eight feet long or 10 feet long and about three feet wide. It was just this long, skinny thing attached and that was the kitchen. Oh. Um, there was no water, running water. To get water, I would have to go down to the bottom of the cliff. And there was a source, <clears throat> a spring there. And so the two cottages got their water from there. Um, the cottages were... Wait, there were two cottages. Was one Aunt Ditt's cottage? No, the, origi uh, the original cottage was the little one that Dad and I bought from Grandma and Aunt Ditt. Mm -hmm. um, that had been built in 1865. Oh, wow. Because um, Mrs. Murphy, Grandma Murphy had, um, her mother had a sister. The sister was, had very bad asthma and uh, they were afraid she wasn't going to live. So they got the, a farmer, Bibbers were their names, uh, to let the uh, mother, grandpa's grandmother, um, her sister, Lena, uh, no, she was, Lena was the grandmother, it'll come to me. Um, so anyhow, they, the mother and the two girls went and they lived, um, in this, they lived with the farmer and, uh, it helped, uh, with the yeah. asthma. So the farm, the family convinced the Bibber family to sell them like a quarter of an acre. And they built this one 
room down, one room up. And that was 1865. Oh. And uh, at the time, there were no roads. You had to take a steamer from Portland, and it came up and would drop you off. Huh. At, uh, so the only access was by water. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> so that's where they stayed until the year that Dad was born. And uh, Jacob Solomon, Dad's grandfather, built this, a cottage, a little house for Lena um, and the children. And um, so that started their period. At that point, nobody was using the original little cottage. Okay. It had, was cute. It had gingerbread. Huh. <coughs> little but it was, it was small. Mm -hmm. So anyhow, they, um, they had this, it was one, again, one big room downstairs, a small kitchen, mm -hmm. and a porch with windows that lifted up. Oh, cool. Uh, it was very cool. And there was a lot of glass. So you could see the sailboats mm. in the morning. The uh, lobster men would go out mm -hmm. and put out their uh, lobster uh, traps. And then upstairs, there was one big bedroom. And then at the landing where you walked was another bedroom. <coughs> but it had no privacy, no doors. Or, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so, uh, in, in um, June, when school would get out for me, or when I was pregnant with you, we would go and I would stay in Rhode Island. And, because... Uh, in Rhode Island? In Rhode Island. Oh, okay. Because... Um, Grandpa Murphy only came on the weekends. Mm -hmm. So I would stay there during the week. And on the weekend, I'd go back to New Haven. Oh, okay. <coughs> and then um, in uh, June, when um, Grandpa started coming all the time, I would go and I would stay in this little old house in Maine, gingerbread house. I just loved it. It was, um, it had real old furniture. As I say, it had the gingerbread trim. Mm -hmm. And right across, I would get up, make myself a cup of coffee, and go out and sit on the porch. And right across from the porch was a big rock, and it would be covered with seals. Oh, wow. So that was very nice. Um, so that was, uh, we stayed, we used that. Uh, so I say, we bought the little uh, old Victorian. See, I forgot that you ever bought that because then eventually you sold it. We gave it to Uncle Steve. Oh. And he 
I don't even know if he took any money for it, but he essentially gave it away <coughs> to a couple that um, lived behind. And everyone in the family was so furious with him. We found out by chance because we were taking Cora to um, Outward Bound in Rockport, Maine. And we stopped there just to show her this place mm -hmm. that she had never been, mm -hmm. um, that our family owned. Uh, and Dad leaned against the window and it just fell in. Oh, dear. The thing had deteriorated because mm -hmm. Uncle Steve wasn't going to be fixing mm -hmm. it. So the next time we saw Uncle Steve, we said, we'd like to pay to have the cottage restored. Adam had loved it there because he was always catching well, that's up. That's what I was wondering. What kids went there? You went there with me when I was a baby. Mm -hmm. You went there with me and Beth. And then I guess you went there with Beth, me, And the last and time we went was when Luke was okay. uh, maybe between one and two. Because okay. we have a video of him. We would all pretend to be different animals. Okay. And he wanted to be a turtle. So we had that white bathtub oh, that you right. may remember and he put it on his that back. had been mine when I was mm -hmm. a baby. Um, he put it on his back and crawled around the yard being a turtle. And uh, you were a butterfly, so you had all these scarves hanging from your arms. <laughs> um, so Uncle Steve told us that he had given it. And everyone was furious because uh, none of the other relatives, Dad, Uncle Steve, and Noel Kane, were the ones who were inheriting all the property. Because the other um, cousins, well, his aunts and uncle, had taken money when... Um, their grandparents died. Their parents, some parents took money and the two sisters took Maine, mm -hmm. the cottage. So, but that's Uncle Steve, you know, what can you do? Well, Mom, I can't give him this, this story now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's stop this one. <clears throat> okay, Dad, you're going to put in your information about, I'm going to rest this right here, putting your information about what you can tell us about the second floor in the Glastonbury house. Four bedrooms. It's arranged sort of in the shape of an L. The short end of the L was the largest bedroom. Originally that was my sister Posey's. Mother and father had a bedroom at the other end of the L. And then Steve and I had bedrooms the other two bedrooms. Then eventually my sister left. She married Jim Kinney, moved out, and my father moved into that bedroom. I moved into what had been my brother Emmett's room, actually, and then Steve moved into my room. Okay. 
uh, Emmett's room was very interesting. It had, a, it had a, a, a roof right outside the window. Ooh. You'd go out Need there. Out. <laughs> One night, Bob Sparks came up there and was making noises outside the roof, and I didn't know who it was. If I had a gun, I would have shot him. Um, and then you probably only had one bathroom upstairs for everybody. Yes, one bathroom upstairs. Okay. No shower, just a bathtub. What do you remember about your backyard or your yard? The backyard was quite large. That's what I seem to remember. Right it now. had, one time my father had seven and a half acres under cultivation. He was growing various vegetables That's and right. things. He's a gardener. That's right, big gardener. Trying to get me in gardening, but... I never took to it. See, I didn't know a weed from a watermelon. Huh. <laughs> um, Did he try to get Uncle Steve into gardening? Yes, I don't think that worked either. Huh. Uncle Posey? Uncle Posey was kind of into gardening. Not, not, too much. not that I remember. Right. Hmm. Anything else you want to add about the house? Oh, way down there, there was a sandbank. Okay. And there was... Oh, does the sandbank connect to a river or Yes, the Connecticut River was behind our house. Oh, nice. It's a flood, the meadows. Um, oh, maybe a mile to the, to the river. Most of that was flooded, though. Flooded right up to the edge of our property, which is a sandbank. My father grew all kinds of interesting vegetables. He grew fennel, he grew uh, cotton, he grew peanuts. Mm. He entered them in the Grange Fair, you see. He was the only one entering peanuts, so he'd always win the prize. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Same thing with the cotton.